Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, March 24, 2021. This is the video number 200 of with Italian News. And on this occasion, I want to thank all those who watch them, share them, comment on them. There are thousands of you, and I really hope that these videos are useful to understand more about our beautiful, difficult country for you who are on the other side of the ocean. So please keep on watching and promoting our effort. Thanks. The data say that we in Italy had administered the, the first dose of the vaccine to 8,258,000 people, 13.6% of the population, 2,624,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places, from the top continue to be Valle d'Aosta, Campania and Abruzzo, and in the last three places from the bottom we continue to find the same three regions that have been there for more than a month, Sardinia, Calabria and Liguria. The government is planning to send help to these three regions to increase the number of vaccines they can do. In Italy, yesterday, there was a record number of vaccinations, the highest in one day since the beginning, 218,000 in one day. In the first three weeks of March, the average was almost 170,000 administrations per day, more than double that of previous months, despite the three days block of the AstraZeneca vaccine. The government's goal, however, remains to soon increase the pace of administrations to half a million per day. The original plan of the previous government said that the first phase of the vaccination campaign in Italy should have ended by the end of March. It will not. The over 80s who have received the double dose of the vaccine against COVID-19 are just 14.7%. And those who have received only the first shot are not in a, even a third of the total, 28.2%. <clears throat> the reasons are three. The great delay in the arrival of the promised doses of vaccine, the disorganization between the previous government and the regions in deciding with clarity lists and, play, uh, uh, with clarity lists and priority categories, and the high number of people, 16% of total vaccinations, that for various reasons have not respected the line and have been vaccinated before their time. All this is now over because vaccine doses are starting to arrive regularly and because the new government has put in place a clearer, more consistent and decisive strategy. If the national average of those vaccinated over 80 years is 14.7%, there are huge differences between the various regions in this age group. In the lead is Trentino to Adige with 35%, to whom the second dose was also administered. Immediately after is Basilicata with 30.5%, Campania with 23.2% and Lazio with 22.8%. In last place is Sardinia with only 2.8% of seniors vaccinated with both doses, then Tuscany with 5.3%, Calabria with 7.6% and Puglia with 9%. The new head of civil protection, the Italian FEMA, has confirmed that when Italy will finish vaccinating the over 80s, the fragile categories, teachers, the armed forces, police and civil protection, the next criteria will be the one of age groups, starting with that between 70 and 79. The regions have used different criteria and this has generated the inhomogeneity on the territory, differences that will soon be overcome. The Italian civil protection system can count on 200,000 uh, volunteers. Vaccination hotspots will be created in every city, similar to when there is a, an earthquake or flood. 
Besides, finally, the new government has signed the agreement that will also involve pharmacies in addition to that signed a few days ago involving family doctors. This is definitely the right direction. Finally, the people who make the decisions are adequate much, much more than those who were there before. Vaccines are coming in large numbers. We can look to the future with confidence and optimism. But this optimism seems not to be spread about everything here. The official data on fertility in Italy after the advent of COVID show that Italy is even more hesitant than before to have children. And the trend is only accelerating to the point of becoming a true national emergency. For the first time last year, births are almost half the number of deaths. The former were 404,000, the latter 746,000. On balance, it could emerge that for the first time in nine years, the population fell below 60 million. 2020 was the 12th consecutive year of declining births, minus 3.8% over 2019. At this point, we are 30% below 2008 and 60% below the peak of over, of over a million births recorded at the height of the baby boom in the 60s. But the data also show another more specific reality. During the pandemic, Italians gave up even more than before on trying to have a child. In November births, largely referring to February conceptions, are down 6.3% on February 2019. December births, referring largely to conceptions in the first part of the first lockdown, uh, are down 10.3% over the same month a year earlier. Italians reached, reacted to fear, uncertainty and the threat of unemployment by freezing their choices for the future. It remains to be seen whether the COVID-related drop in births will be offset later. That is, if couples have only postponed their choice to procreate. Let's hope so. Yesterday, Head of Government Mario Draghi addressed the key issue for Italy's recovery and development, the gap between North and South. In the 70s, the GDP per person in the South was 65% of that of the regions of the Central North, while now it has fallen to 55%. Between 2008 and 2018, Public spending on investment in the South has more than halved and has gone from 21 billion to just over 10. The South has lost 5 million residents between the collapse of the birth rate and the resumption of migration flows with averages of more than 160,000 individuals per year, and this will lead the Southern regions to constitute in 2035 the area of the country with the highest concentration of elderly people. In addition, there is the constant thinning of the employment rate, especially for young people and women engaged in precarious and low-quality work. This is a process that was triggered by the double recession at the beginning of the new millennium and has continued to worsen the condition of the South. Among the resources of the next generation, you and other funds, for suddenly there are 96 billion euros to spend in the coming years. To be spent well, however, because so many resources do not necessarily lead to restart, there are two problems. One is the use of European funds by writing the right projects in the proper way. The other is the ability to complete public works. With 47.3 billion dedicated to Italy and programmed in the European Fund for Development and Cohesion from 2014 to 2020, at the end of last year had been spent just over 3 billion, 6.7%. From 2014 in, uh, to, to, to 2017, 647 public works had been initiated but not completed in Italy. In more than two-thirds of cases, not even half had been completed. 70% of these uncompleted works were located in the South, worth 2 billion. To be able to spend these funds and to do it well is the primary objective of the government, said Draghi. This will lead to a new confidence in legality and institutions, whether they be school, health or justice. 
To do this, it would be necessary to be able to complete the drafting of the Italian plan for the next generation, generation EU, and then by 2026 to simplify procedures, use funds in the proper way, and finish major public works. It would be a resounding result, unprecedented, exceptional, in a word, revolutionary. It's all for now. Well, it's all for today. This was BD Italia News. My name is Umberto Mucci and this was my 200th video. Thanks very much for watching. I'll see you next Friday. Ciao from Rome.